My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. And welcome once again to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. It's our Friday edition. We're working on a twisted tune that uh, Spike is busy singing right now as we speak. And uh, me and Ed and Zipper here. Five more days and I'm out of here. So, um, there were moving trucks pulled up to the White House today. <laughs> I saw those. And uh, they, they appeared to be, you know. I, it's funny how we, I mean, the stuff's very well wrapped. I was looking uh-huh. for gold. I was looking for some. <laughs> the gold urinal. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for that stuff. A toilet bowl. Um, and they and to be fair, uh, the evening news guys said that, uh, you know, it was a lot of staffers that were moving oh, their yeah. stuff out. Yeah. So, um, but that's a good sign, Resign- I guess. In- Resignations. No, they should stay to the end. They were part of it. <laughs> Maybe. Stick around. Um, I think... Uh, it's so weird. I think that people that are confused are people who believe their media. And I don't care whether you're liberal or conservative. I don't think you should take anything at face value. I think I think it's time we started teaching our kids. And maybe this will never happen because training people to fit and, you know, to work at McDonald's and fit in their factories and do their little things and work for minimum right. wage. It's part of what our society does. That's right. But I think we've... We need to teach people to, and I don't care who, what side you're on. We need to teach people to not trust just because, you know, some something said it to them on an electronic device. Now, there you go again, Bob. <laughs> if, 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 if it's on the radio, there must, have, there must be some validity to it. Would you not agree to that? Or do you lie each time you crack the mic? <laughs> Well, I, I would uh, I would posit this, Rush. Um, all of us, uh, no matter pause what it, we say, all of us uh, sort of spin whatever we're saying. You know, if Lisa says, well, where are you today? I think quickly think, you know, what can I tell her that she'll be want to hear? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Well, that's virtually nothing at this point in your marriage. I think we can both be real that way. Yeah, we're going to no, keep but, it real up in the field as the... But you know what I mean? Black people say. Oh, babe. I have a filter in my head. And I wish I didn't. But I, I say what I think people want to hear. And I... And I say whatever the, the president wants to hear. Yes. And I think, by the way, <clears throat> based on what I've heard, uh, we as, you know, as human beings, if, you're, if you think global warming is real, it's not because you've taken a four-year degree and are a scientist who's read all of the stuff. Oh, please, please, please. Yeah, it's global warming. But enough it's, it's already. because you trust the sources. That look, Greta, you're not cute. <laughs> okay? You look nothing like her, Bob. She doesn't have a mustache <laughs> yet. Right. But anyway, but you- so when it comes to trusted sources, yes. uh, this is what has let us down. We have... That's cool. We have... Rush, I've been listening to your show, dude. And you've well, been telling people that it's Antifa and the liberals who are burning down cities. And, I, I, you know, I, I went and to an Antifa... Why? I went to an Antifa bake sale once. They had some nice cookies. They were a little leafy and had some seeds in them, so I didn't eat them. Yeah, we know where you, why you went there. And I think, that, frankly, anybody that, that, that engages in the use of narcotics of any kind should be jailed. Yes. Incarcerated. Throw away the key. Keep those dangerous people off the streets of America and sure. behind bars where they damn well belong. Sure. Or behind a golden microphone. Yes. Excellence in broadcasting, as they say. Golden toilets, golden yeah. microphones, gold around my neck. What hardware are you sporting this evening, sir? Well, I'm just, uh, prayers, actually. I'm just praying that, uh, and everybody knows that uh, sleepy Joe Biden's going to get inaugurated. If next, he can stay awake. On next Wednesday, I know, stay awake. Uh, but, um, but I'm just praying that the crazies that you guys let loose... We, oh, we let them loose. The yes. crazy people are the people that are believing the fake news, Bob. Come yes. on. Skip, skip. Okay. But here's the thing. Uh, you can say whatever you want, and I know it's just a game, but 
at the end of the day, yes. um, if you have a grievance, you take it to court. And if you win in court, it's because you have evidence. No, it's because you bought the judge. That's how America works. <laughs> if that were the case, the Supreme Court would have clearly told Joe to go back home, right? And there is an exception to every rule. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Russia, are you state. completely off the oxy these it's, days? I mean, now you've got a terminal illness. La, 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 la. Can't hear anything that you're saying. Sorry, the connection is really terrible here, Bob. I don't know what this is all about, but uh, in the digital age on the COVID era, so many people are working from home. There apparently must be some digital fallout and every time. The good thing about being on AM is every time you go under a tunnel, we get a little break. Okay. My voice cuts out now. I can't even go through the tunnel, much less if I could get into Canada. <laughs> that was exciting. All right. Uh, <laughs> can you clean up the spittle, please? <laughs> There's a lot of spittle. You, you've been here, mister. How dare you steal my axe? <laughs> so, uh, look at that. I just did that. So, so hello. Um, uh, do you do the guy from uh, um, Mary Poppins the, who sang I Love to Laugh? That sounds like a uh, voice no. you could do. I, I, if I looked it up. You know up, the I song could... I Love to Laugh? Bob, we couldn't afford those movies when I was a kid. Oh, you didn't I watch? Could... Seriously? We didn't go to the movies. No. We wow. saw the movies, promos on the back of the cereal boxes, but we could never afford to go to the movies. Wow. Yeah. So, Ed Kelly, you were born a poor white child. <laughs> I didn't know I was poor until I was five. Went to school. That's all the toys the other kids had. That's I want to hear about this. I've never known a poor white child. I've known oh, oh, yeah. poor people from um, other races. But we had to borrow money from the Waltons. You mean the TV Waltons? Like <laughs> no, not not the Walmart Waltons. Oh. The TV Waltons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 John Boy. Oh. Good night, Lawn Boy. Tell me more about how, like, how you know now that you didn't have dough when you were growing up. Well, um, see, we had, uh, I, I grew up eating porridge, what my mother being a Scot and father being a Scot, I'm first generation removed, they called it porridge. And it was just basically oats and, and water and salt. And I loved it. And all it needed was milk and salt. And then when I, I went to school and to camp and things like that, I was allowed to go to uh, the Big Brothers Big Sisters camp because I was a little brother. Oh. And, and uh, to my horror, I saw kids... It was Kiwanis camp. I'm sorry. I saw kids putting brown sugar in the porridge, and they called it oatmeal. And I went, I was horrified. So <laughs> now, were you shocked that they could afford brown sugar, or just that they called it something else? Well, it was it was culturally that they they were adding sugar to it, which just Scott would not do. And I think Mom was uh, really good at economizing. And uh, sure. Right. You know, she was able to do that. Like she made our clothes. She made my sister's clothes because she sewed. She showed, sewed from the time she was 14 in a sweatshop wow. in Glasgow. And when I took her home to Scotland, we, we actually wow. saw the place. Wow. And I, the coolest thing for me when at, uh, you know, I was about four, probably she stood me up on the toilet and uh, she'd made me some pants beginning to end. And when um, I had, I had flannel Hold on sheets. A second. That, um, I'm still trying to, I'm trying to create the movie in my mind. Uh -huh. And I got stuck at stood me up on the toilet. Well, she, I was so small that she closed the toilet lid and stood me on oh, top of the seat. Oh, that was your platform for her to measure you for pants. Correct. Well, to try them on. She had already sewn them together. And uh, as she sat on the tub and she rolled up my cuffs, which was the fashion of the day, mm -hmm. uh, I saw my bed sheets, my tartan bed sheets, as the lining, the flannel lining for my, my pants. And oh. I thought this woman was a genius. I thought... Wow, how did she do that? So reduce, was, reuse, recycle, and when you eat a uh, cow, use every part of the cow. What's the cow toenails yeah. doing in my sandwich? <laughs> well, we did, we did eat soul food. We had neck bones as a kid, wow. and we used to fight over them. No kidding. And, because we love them. And by the way, an interesting thing about this, because I, I, again, I, you were the first, I was born a poor white child I've met, but ah. I, I've been to Bangladesh. I've been to Africa on missions with the World Vision. And yeah. one thing I noticed about people who don't have lots of means, like virtually nothing, no indoor plumbing, mm -hmm. um, is that the, the, the thing they most amuse themselves with, oh, by the way, they don't have media, they don't have TV, they, keep, they don't yeah. have instantaneous Facebook fake yeah. friends. Well, we didn't have hot water, but that was okay. okay no hot water. Exactly. Anyway, wow. uh, and I'm in a grass hut in Bangladesh uh, meeting this family, and there's like 14 people that live in a, yeah. you know, 12 by 12 
hut with a grass Close roof. quarters, sure. And they all share a mattress, and um, and they have like lots of kids. And people would uh, people would say, "Why do they keep having kids?" Because <laughs> There's no first control. off, if you're going to do something fun, it has to be free. <laughs> and if you're a subsistence farmer you need people to work in the yes. fields hands literally and those people are the kids and do you know what yeah. the median age was in this part of africa no first off you know what median age is right yes i do bob I'm ha- well I, I i didn't know i, I yeah. it's not the it's, a- it's it's not the average well Half the people are older and half the people are younger. Right. right. And the median age in this part of Africa was 17. Wow. And then there's, that's different from the life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the life expectancy was 50. Mm-hmm. And I was there and I was like 53. So, wow, you're an antique. Well, but I must say their 50-year-olds worked really hard at excellent uh cragginess i mean they looked old they looked old in their 40s first off yeah um i grumble that i don't have a dental plan <laughs> yeah but at least there's a dentist nearby <laughs> so, so in other yeah. words like here's this you know you're gonna live to be maybe 50 and some people mm-hmm. are much older and some people a part of the reason for the median age is 50 percent of children pass away before age five right just so wow. sad Mm-hmm. And yet, probably the same as your family with the porridge, the people are so happy. And yeah, when they yeah. bounce their kids on their lap and the kids are smiling, the, you can throw a kid a ball and is as happy as if you gave them a Nintendo or a PlayStation yeah. and a big, huge screen. And on that on that topic, and you're a father and I'm not, but I, I really think the parents just, you know, they're worried about going, getting that second job so they can supply their kids with everything. What the kids really want is your time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. A little late for me on that. I already already spent all the time working. <laughs> me but me I know too. What you mean? <laughs> now they want my money though. <laughs> As compensation. As I get old, they go, yeah, I didn't get your time. But hey, yeah. were you ignored by your father? Call the law firm of Bendover Hosem and Bolt. We'll get your dad what he didn't give you in, in money and the time you didn't get growing up. Great stuff. All right. Uh, so now. And and by the way, I, people know you're a f- somewhat famous voice actor. You're world renowned, yeah. Uh, and um, sure. you had a pretty good life. Um, I did. Yeah, you. I mean, you, you you know had some gravy train days as I did, right? I was an international man of mystery, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go back? I mean, is your mom still with us? Is she impressed? She's not, but she was my biggest fan. Yeah. She what? She passed away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a while. How long ago? Uh, I'm going to say 15, 20 years almost. Oh, young then. Yeah, yeah. No, she was 80-something. Oh. Yeah, she, she had us late. She start, She didn't, you know, she had a kid. My, my younger sister she had when, when she was 40. Right. Well, yeah. again, that fits my theory. If you don't have money and you want to do something fun that doesn't cost anything. <laughs> <laughs> my mom must have been a let's, blast. Let's get busy. <laughs> yeah. And also it, do something fun that brings um, unconditional love. Yes. Both giving and receiving. There's nothing like children for unconditional love. Like you don't, yeah. you don't look at a kid and, and say, you know. You know, you're a loser. You're pooping in your pants. Scope. <laughs> this is, a, you know, this is someone who needs me to help them, encourage them, teach them. It's just instinctive to do the right thing with children, but not between us adults. Huh. And that's well, I mean, you're a g- different generation than my parents were, my friends. So mm-hmm. my dad did say, you're a loser. You poop your pants. You know, when I hear <laughs> okay, Pink right. Floyd, when I hear, you behind the bike shed, stand still on it. That was my old man, dude. Right, right. Oh. Well, you, you make a good point because I had a 50s dad, too, who yeah. did call me a loser. And yeah. in fact, when I was interested in radio, he said, you're never going to make any money spinning records. They're going to be a ditch digger. Yeah. <laughs> Did your dad use You don't want to end up being a ditch digger. My yes. father was a construction supervisor, so he, he told the other guys to dig di- dig ditches. And he spoke, a Scotsman that spoke Sicilian, go figure, because mm. after World War II, he was in the invasion of Sicily, and he went back as a, uh, as a civil engineer for the rebuild. Wow. So he literally had to learn Sicilian to uh, communicate with the workers. Wow. So your parents 
they had you very old, so you 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 know they've passed on already, but they lived but, a yeah. decent ripe age, right? Uh, my father did not. He checked out when I was fourteen because he was PTSD and he hit the bottle. That was about oh. the only way he could handle my it. My father know. as well. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Lots of yeah. parallels. Yeah, yep. my dad, sure. my mom and dad didn't hit the bottle hard. He hit the piano hard after he'd been drinking a little. <laughs> Sing but, us a song, you're the piano man. Yeah, but they were, my parents were like in the 60s, 70s, um, alcohol was a, they didn't drink alone. They drank with friends yes, yes. and they sang. Oh, yeah, just watch Mad Men. That's yeah, such a yeah, great. Yeah, right. They sang around the piano yeah, and they, yeah. uh, but everybody uh, had a bar in their basement. Your yeah, family room had a, a bar. A tiki room. <laughs> but I caught the end of that, too, because when Zip and I worked in Boston, or Worcester, as we'd like to call it when we don't admit yeah. that we're not from Boston, <laughs> um, where we would um, go to lunch, and having a drink at lunch, if you didn't have one, you were a little odd. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just uh, done. Yeah. It was tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would Joe liquid lunch, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. even the boss would take me out and... I was a girl drinker because I didn't really like uh, alcohol. I didn't have a yeah. taste for whiskey or as as Spike drank at uh, Scotch, uh, Doers on the rocks. You Doers. know, I, 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 uh, once sipped a drink that a girl was drinking, and I went, "What's this?" And she said, "It's a slow gin fizz." And I said, "I'm going to drink nothing but slow gin fizzes." And I had no idea how dorky I looked. You know? And then the, the hairs fell from his scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a slow gin fizz. Thank you. All right. Quick, quick question, Ed. Why yes. no children? Why did you not have children? Uh, because I, I married my radio career. You know, you have to be a gypsy yep. to do this. Yeah. Thing. You know what? It's, it, yeah. And it was music for me before that. So that's Same exactly. The, uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I had children um, because. Um, Tax gosh, deduction. No, I was just hoping they're not going to hear this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they kept you in line. They saved your life. Well, I, 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 Andrew's coming on, you know. I had no, uh, I just wasn't paying attention. It's like, yeah. you know, I, 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 this is the thing. There's one reason I'm very empathetic to stupid people. Is <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. no, seriously. Yeah. I, I know you is to love you. I yes. I was so stupid yes. until I got sober. And maybe, Zip, you feel a little... I don't know if you look back at yourself this way, too. But I was so stupid that I literally look at the stuff... Uh, 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 and I can't even say, what were you thinking? Because I already know the answer. You were thinking, what's my next drink coming? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't even thinking at all. Uh, I just brain. wasn't thinking. I was just like, what would my id like right now? I think <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> You know, if I put my hand into the electric outlet, what would yeah, I, I mean, uh, It's true. Oh, it's, and it's I'm, I'm not going to admit to a lot of it right here because, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I can't even finish the sentence. But sure you can. like, like I had a friend once early in my, you know, 18, 19 years old. And this guy's like, uh, hey, I know a place where we can jack some TVs. And I was like, steal TVs. Sure. Why not? And I was like, <laughs> I didn't do it. But I think if you're in the car when it's being done with the person, right, then you're sort of an accessory, right? Yeah. And then That's he true. was like, and this was a kid, uh, by the way, I, you wonder about, and that was I 17 or something. And here, I, and it was like, people were like, yeah, there's some great LSD in town. I'm like, oh, cool. And it's like, it's $4. And you want some? Sure. How many you got? Four. <laughs> of course. How many you want to take? I don't know. I'll, this I'll take four. You know, I mean, I, I just yeah. like, I feel like now when I look at kids, it's like all the stuff they have to handle just to get to soccer practice on time yeah. and do oh, school man. and learn how to Zoom and everything. And I just, I, I, I'm so embarrassed. I, I like, I'm so stupid. Anyway, so all this stuff, and until I got sober, I was just like, it's not that I didn't have a conscience. I, I like knew what a conscience was, uh -huh. but I just didn't have time for it. You were bereft, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. And then when I got sober, it's just like a lightning bolt hit me and went, okay, here's a mirror. Look at your soul. 
Oh my God, that's ugly. <laughs> that's <awful. laughs> wow, that's some crazy level introspection. Well, now, was your father a disciplinarian? Because I was. He was totally a disciplinarian. I was and, totally yeah, afraid of my father, that. especially and this, after. And a this may of pops. be why I was stunted in terms of conscience, is because I felt guilty of everything. Right. And so. Catholic. Catholic upbringing doesn't help. If, if I'm guilty, what, what's the point of even trying? I, I believe I passed burn in hell at about age four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the age of reason. So anyway, uh, but it's, you know, it's good to reminisce. And I don't know if this conversation is useful to anybody else or if, you know, if you're our age and you remember, gosh, yes. Take that remembrance mm-hmm. of how difficult life is and how easy it is to be stupid. Yeah. Um, and even if you're smarter now, turn it into empathy for other people instead of um, beating on them verbally. And, you know, like we have we have 40 percent of the country taunting the other 40 percent of the country oh, right now. Yeah, think? Do, yeah. Oh, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's 35 and 35. And uh, but the amount of people who are there like going, you know, I'm with Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> I mean, don't go nuts. Let's put this in perspective. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I got a nephew. Measured tones, please. I got a nephew on Facebook. Tones. I had to block because, wow. and, and and this is a weird story because he, my probably my biggest influence of my whole life was my grandpa. When I was, he passed away when I was seven, but he mm-hmm. taught me how to use the phone when I was like three and a half or four, mm-hmm. and I. I would give you his phone number that he gave me, but it's still my uncle's number. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but in other words, I still remember the number I was taught when I was just about four years old. And I would call him every night and he would encourage me. He would say, you're going to be great. You're really smart. And he was like an adult who treated me like an adult when I was four. Right. And you remember it like it was yesterday. Yes. That's the key. Yeah. And so if you think... uh liberals are libtards pretend they're four-year-olds yeah and talk to them you know encourage them and if you think that republicans are you know um domestic terrorists Mm -hmm. (laughs) well you might be right (laughs) but about some of them but uh, but instead of like just try to understand like okay how did we get here and yeah and you can't paint them all with the same brush either no that's the other thing yeah I mean, it's been a digital war of words, yeah. you know. This well, entire and, thing. war of media. Yeah, and yeah. and by the way, I'm a. Um, you guys say tinfoil hat. I'm not a tinfoil hat person at all. Like, I don't believe in unprovable stuff, but I believe there's provable stuff that no one. It, we don't have an interest in being honest about it because we all make money, yeah. uh, because of this bad stuff that goes on. So, the media. And when I say the media, it's such a weird word right now because every time we talk to each other, it's hardly ever face-to-face. So everything we do is media. I hate the media. Yeah. Newspaper, <laughs> television, TV. Yeah. From the mother to Marley Safer. I hate those people. Right. Oh. So what is media? Like, It always blows my mind when someone's on media saying, the media is the problem. <laughs> Yes. And, 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 but here's the thing. Um, cause Lisa was freaking out a little tonight cause it's, you know, all the news about all 50 capitals are on alert for a potential. Yeah. And by the way, when certain Muslim extremists were, you know, a problem and mm-hmm. used a few box cutters to, and we tried to pin it on an entire Race, religion, religion of people, race yeah. and religion of people, billions and billions of people, most of whom are nice or nicer than us. Right. And we took, by the way, we took uh, passages from their Bible, their Koran. Koran. Mm-hmm. And we read them. Well, there's passages in our Bible that tell you how to kill your own children, too. But Hell that's, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know. And so it's like crazy. But um, the media is complicit in all of this. Yes. The Weather Channel loves a deadly hurricane. Let's admit it, right? Mm-hmm. Zip, you saw this when it was headed to your place in Naples. Yeah, yeah. We were looking well, at the I Weather actually, Channel, and did they did, 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 did those it weather did girls hit. look happy or what? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody's well, watching me. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, I have to admit that most of the news services that I watch these days are pretty joyous about the end of the Trump era. You know, they're they what? Hide. They're pretty joyous about the end of the Trump era. Yeah, yeah but, know, but uh, even the joyous ones are, they have an interest in whipping us into a fervor about what might happen this weekend or the weekend yeah. after. And um, I do think that many, many media outlets will miss the huge ratings. Oh, and the huge buys. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, you know, the expression, uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. It's a fake expression, actually. Yeah, it's like, it's like the trickle-down economy. Yeah. The rising tide lifts all who can afford to be in a boat. In a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to drown, okay? Yes. Um, Yes. But... But the the lowering, you know, the lowering of all of this craziness is going to have a cost too. Look, even Colbert, what's mm-hmm. he going to do now? He's right. he's wicked smart, but his his foil is going away. And and same yeah. thing with MSNBC. That Rachel yeah. Madcow, she's uh, you know, she's had a blast. And Brian Williams as well. Yes. So I don't know. It's crazy. I try to do less media. Um, uh, it's oh, hard. I, 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 want, I tell you what I've really gotten into the last few days is um, protest signs. Protest um, signs. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're going to fall for a, um, y- you know, conspiracy theory and you're going to march to end democracy and destroy your own country because you're a patriot. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, you should be carrying some cool signs. Yeah. So here's a few signs I've seen. I loved this <laughs> one. And by the way, the weird thing about these signs, mm-hmm. I agree with them. Well, yeah. For example, stop the steal. Mm-hmm. Ah, Democrats want th- to stop the steal because Trump is trying to steal the election. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are holding up what should be the Democrat slogan, right? Yeah. Uh, But you've been convinced with no evidence, and despite all of the Republican-appointed judges in the Supreme Court and 60 court cases all tossed out except for one that uh, didn't even change very few. You know, there's always something. There's always a roach in the salad somewhere. (laughs) So to speak. So to speak. But Stop the Steal is actually what we all want if we think yeah. about it yeah i'd go up to someone with a stop to steal sign and i would go brother may i shake your hand because i don't think there is a single american in the world who wants the election stolen not at right. all and right. so how can we determine if it was stolen and they would just look at you and they would probably short circuit and smoke would come out of their ears <laughs> yeah the other um the other sign I saw at a protest. It's so easy to go to a protest without risking rubber bullets or tear gas. Just go online. <laughs> yeah. Fake news is the real virus. Ah, uh-huh. mm. I like that. And how come in the last five years, with all the brouhaha yeah. And all the pointer finger nabbling and calling and all, all the one side against the other side and divisiveness and everyone, no one has stepped up and said, remember after 9-11 we created Homeland Security? <laughs> if fake news is our biggest problem, why, why don't we all get together bipartisan and do something about fake news, make sure you can't have fake news. Maybe we could have a fairness doctrine or something so that... <laughs> 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 When someone broadcasts something that's clearly wrong, they could go up before a panel and like, oh, but that'd be government death panels deciding death to Fox News. Yeah. No, they would just have to say, like, remember when Fox News had Alan Combs? Yes. They would have, Sean Hannity's going to say, yeah, say some Combs. stuff. And Alan Combs is our, uh, Sean is this good looking guy with news anchor hair and a square yeah. jaw. Yeah. And we found this pimply guy, Alan Combs. <laughs> with, bad, <laughs> with bad shades. With bad breath and B.O. and a uh, dandruff. And he's the liberal guy who's going to lose every single argument. At least, if you remember that, at least it was better because it was point counterpoint. Yes. 
At some point, yeah, all the counterpoint went away. Well, no, they they are, I've noticed of late, though, stealing clips from each other's stations and then doing the counterpoint to the videos. But they're selectively edited out of context for both sides. Oh, well, and again, I I told you, when my wife asked me what I'm up to, I think, okay, what are the things I'm going to tell her in which order? And and (laughs) at what point will she get bored? And, you know. You won't ask me what I spent. Look away. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when 60 Minutes got in trouble for the selective editing of interviews and everyone was complaining? Yeah. It was, uh, it was many, many years ago. But I don't recall that. Do you recall that, Bob? <laughs> I don't. Uh, Does it look to you like a couple of caterpillars were taped to my forehead? Why didn't somebody tell me that I had those things growing off of my face? Doesn't seem right to me. I miss you, oh. Mr. Rooney. I miss me too. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, what else was I going to... Uh, we have our son in just a little bit. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The idea of um, censorship has reared its ugly head again. I think it's funny that this... When we were coming up in radio, this huge, all-powerful organization of censorship called the FCC. Oh, the FCC. And the, that yeah. literally told you which words. A public you file. Could and yes. couldn't say and would fine you $500,000 if a nipple yep. flashed on TV. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And here we are now, the country about to be overthrown by domestic terrorists and... If Facebook tries to keep us from terrorism, killing, hanging Mike Pence and and putting Nancy Pelosi to death in our own Capitol building, the same people who thought that Howard Stern couldn't say titty are like, you can't, you can't censor conservative, like Facebook is censoring conservative radio and Twitter is censoring the president. But then again, this is the same mindset that said a Supreme Court decision that corporations are individuals. And so if right. Twitter and Facebook are private clubs, they get to decide. No shoot, no, no, sh- mm. what is it? No, sh- yeah. well, no shoot is probably good considering it's coming. No, no, shoot, no, no shoot, no shirt, no service. They no, don't say anything about pants, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no pants, no shoot, no service. But, but in other words, <laughs> no like, shoot. It's the hypocrisy is great. And I'm not taking one side or the other because I, I actually think free speech and no censorship is good. But if you go into a crowded theater and yell fire or you say, kill Nancy Pelosi and hang Mike Pence. Yeah. And then to say it was totally appropriate. It's just very strange. This is very strange. Um, yeah. But it's the golden age of communication. I mean, strange days indeed. Most peculiar, mama. Everyone listening, not just me and Ed Kelly and Zip, every one of you listening has a global multimedia platform. A microphone. In your hand with a video camera. I mean, a video camera used to be something Ed's family could never see a video camera. They just ate no. their porridge every night and they were told <laughs> to shut up. You're a portal to the world with rose-colored glasses yes. and any shape and size you want. And yes. there's nothing stopping Trump who can't get on Twitter. By the way, t- Trump, if it'll help you understand it, think of Twitter as like a country club. <laughs> <laughs> This is a flu. This is like a flu. Coronavirus is spreading in the United States. The number of cases has risen to 732. We're going to be pretty soon at only five people, and we could be at just one or two people over the next short period of time. The CDC said people should avoid crowds. Also, you should avoid shaking hands. Uncle. He was at MIT. He taught at MIT. He was a great super genius. I like this stuff. I really get it. Are they going to have vaccines, I think, relatively soon? We're talking about a vaccine, maybe a cure. I think the reasonable expectation is between a year and 18 months, honestly. Anybody that wants a test can get a test. There has been a lag in the ability to get tested. You take a, a solid flu vaccine, you don't think that would have an impact or much of an impact on corona? No. 
it will go away. Just stay calm. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. That's a pretty good job we've done. And we're back with Andrew Rivers. It's been a, a, a sort of a wild week. I'm sure he's taken it in with his millennial viewpoints. And uh, <laughs> uh, back in your, uh, you're back in your condo. Um, are you working at all, Andrew? Uh, no, not. I just actually got off a Zoom comedy show, but uh, we have not. Um, I haven't been on tour at all recently. Um, Seattle actually just missed. Uh, phase two, they were going to open up to phase two, which would have allowed uh, comedy at a 25% capacity. But mm -hmm. because of a 1% increase in hospitalizations, that's the only reason uh, yeah. we didn't get to. So get, you missed uh, it by 1%. Now, did you think that that was a fake? And are you saying stop the steal of that 1%? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, I just, I mean, I guess I, a lot of Seattle people listen to this show. So I just wanted to tell everyone in Seattle to stay home. Uh, you know, we're, we're so, especially if you have coronavirus, do not go to the hospital, just stay home and, uh, tough it out, you know, tough it, out. it, yeah. it does suck to miss it by 1% because it feels like, uh, yeah. you know, we were going to get a car if we got straight A's and we had one B plus and it's like, no, oh, the teacher was a dick. You don't understand. Well, that's so thoughtful of you too. Yeah, like not thinking about all the old people who are dying every six yeah. seconds. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, well, at this point, it's, well, what are we going to do? I mean, yeah, we had a chance to stop it. Um, and, uh, you know, Seattle's, I mean, we have good numbers. I think that's their metrics are good to, to, you know, open up. So like, like Los Angeles is so bad that like ambulances won't even pick you up now if right. they oh think God. you're gonna yeah. die. They just go, "Hey, sorry, throw them on the wheelbarrow or whatever." But, <laughs> well, um, that's like you remember bag. Monty Python when you were a kid, right? Isn't that like <laughs> right. that Monty Python yeah. thing that you know, bring, bring out your dad? Bring Absolutely, out your dad. That, that was the reference. I'm glad you got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the problem is I see the ICU is the. Uh, LA has like a hundred and something percent occupancy for their, their ICUs are full. Right. Unless you're Larry King, then you can go straight to ICU. <laughs> they let me right yeah, in yeah. without a thing. Absolutely. They've got a lizard section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In LA, when you call 911, they say, what's your emergency and credit score, please? And then that's how they Ooh, ooh! Don't oh, give them ideas. That's know. a great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. We're not far off from it, but um, no, no. True. But you know, there is. I mean, I think there is hope on the on the horizon. You know, I mean, Trump. Uh, you know, he loved to brag how he shut down travel from China, and that's you know one of the reasons we have such low numbers. But um, you know, now they have this new variant in the UK, and today actually Trump announced an executive order to uh, bring back the Concorde jet. He wants to <laughs> new strain here as fast as possible. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. Do you remember Thanks. the Concord, by the way? Does anybody ever? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah did yeah. you fly on sure. it, Ed? No, I did not. But uh, I know that there were only certain airports that were long enough to handle the landings. Right. Yeah. And when, uh, so I was in Seattle, uh, we were, and uh, there is a, uh, I guess, uh, there was a bit, there was a bad crash as in there's not a good way to crash no. um, a jet yeah. and um, there's that couple well that coupled with the fact it was a supersonic jet you could get yes. to London, London from New York in like yeah. what is it four hours instead of seven hours or something like that Bill Collins fun. played both uh, ends of whatever it was live aid yes Remember he flew Concord right? yes and 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 so it uh, the tickets had to be too expensive for anybody to actually take it. It was not profitable. Right. right. And, um, and then it had a terrible accident and you know, that made when, Done. when only the very rich have a terrible accident, mm -hmm. then we don't want to repeat it. We can't have these. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, well, if I remember correctly, they they thought that there might have been certain design flaws that made it more vulnerable or, or something like that. Well, I remember were, watching yeah. a lot of documentaries. For, well, yeah. it was something like though, it was really like something like you you have a garden hose and the nozzle falls off. It was something <laughs> fell off the plant. No, seriously, yeah, on yeah, yeah. There was something on the runway yeah. and the tire kicked it up and hit the uh, and, fuel tank. And it, and it because the plane was just so there's just no margin for error. Anyway, when they retired the Concorde. They had one on display at Boeing Field, and I got to go in. And did you? Yes, I got to smell the leather of billionaires <laughs> sat on. Um, I didn't take up that opportunity, but I could have. Yeah. And um, and the thing about it is, it was a very is another reason why it didn't work. It was a very uncomfortable jet um, because in order to have the proper um, what do you call it the wind. You know, the aerodynamics. Uh, yeah. Yes. In order to do that, it, it was a very narrow little tube. So it was With a kind bent of, nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was kind of like yes. a bent nose, and it was like a little sports car that you think is cool until you actually get in one and it hurts your back just to sit in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all British cars. Yeah. That was yeah. a Concord. Anyway, so uh, uh, you do make me homesick for Seattle, Andrew, because you sent another hiking photo. And I guess <coughs> Seattle has been deluged with uh, like the most rain uh, in many years, right? In the la- I mean, yeah. It's known for its rain. I think uh, a couple of days ago they said it was the third wettest start to a year ever in Seattle, and and it's done nothing but rain until today since then. So we're mm. probably past it. So I mean, you, if you're if you're getting close to the record on January twelfth, you know, when for the year January fourteenth, yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's pretty, pretty bad, bad start. Yeah. So, but but Star- on the other Starbucks hand, stock has tripled. Yeah, but yeah, on, yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> going on waterfall tours has never been better. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it wasn't too packed either. I mean, it was like a Thursday morning and stuff, but um but yeah, it's nice to get out. I mean, my um you know, my routine of exercise has sort of been slowed up because my lifestyle has become even more set. I'm used to carrying eight bags through an airport and mm. running to connect, you know, my cardio is trying to connect to my my flights. Um, you know, uh, you know, OJ Simpson had the same issue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was known for being on the run. Uh, That's true. (laughs) Well, anyway, so at least you've been getting outdoors and getting some hiking in and then, uh, sad for everyone in Seattle that the Seahawks were one and done in the playoffs. Does that bum you out? Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought we had a good chance to go a little further this year, but, um, you know, some of the important players got hurt towards the end and, Mm. Um, and they, they fired a coach, the uh, offensive coach, because it was a very interesting season where it sort of started on fire. And uh, and then the last half of the season, everyone kind of uh, looks like they were playing drunk a little bit. So, <laughs> um, But there's a lot playing of talk drunk. about the coach. And I don't know. I don't know how to, um, you know, I don't I don't know enough about each coach's personality and their background to really have an argument. I, I just think I'm a big football fan because. Uh, I was in chess club in high school, and, fo- and football is like violent chess, you know? So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, actually. Violent yeah. chess. Yeah. I've always, you know, because, I mean, you have to have 11 players on the field doing the right thing at every given moment, you know? Otherwise, a, a play can, like, if everyone but the left tackle does their job correctly, the whole play is still over. So right, um, right. it's interesting in that in that way. But <laughs> no, it's very cool. I, yeah. I sent you a thing earlier. I don't know if you saw the, the NFL. They broadcasted a game on Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. I did see yeah, that. And, uh, is that an actual NFL game, or is that, like, yeah. cartoon NFL? No, real. real. Yeah, it was real. Yeah, wow. they had yeah. they had a they had really good announcers because they were like trying to do a good job of explaining things to the kids. Yes. And um, they called the end zone the slime zone, which was fun. <laughs> and they had all sorts of animated. When a player scored a touchdown, <clears throat> you know, all this slime would th- go all over the screen and, and SpongeBob would pop out and say, this is what his brain looks like in 20 years. It was a great <laughs> explanation. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I I'm just glad there were no fans in stadiums because I sure. can't imagine, you know, a kid seeing a 300 like a Raiders game, you know, like a 300 pound shirtless man with a skull face mask <laughs> and a reaper sickle, you know, and um, 
But it's a good opportunity to teach him lessons, you know. Hey, that that man wakes up early and paints a bird on his face. That's an early sign of depression. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a cool thing, too, because there was actually, like, a fight in the game, and the announcers had to be like, see, kids, never punch in the face, you know. And and it was pretty interesting. One thing I was worried about is, like, that's such a violent game, you know. Like, is it appropriate for kids? Even if you call it the slime zone? Uh, probably not. But we do have to train them to buy beer and cigarettes and get ready to be adults. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch any. I wonder if the advertising was different, you know? Mm. Um, that's interesting to think about. I, w- I was wondering about, like, if there was a bunch of injuries and then they have to go, uh-oh, that man has an owie, you know? And then, <laughs> you know, sing it with me, kids. The head bone's no longer connected to the <laughs> neck bone. <laughs> you know, the NFL on Nickelodeon. Funny, funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, are you, uh, uh, what else are you doing on, uh, when it comes to watching TV? Uh, is Twitter quieter without Trump? And are you watching, binge watching anything? What are you up to? Yeah, actually, I, I started a new show. It's uh, called Manhunt, and um, it's sort Manhunt. of a dramatic recreation of the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to see if there are any long-term side effects to isolation over, <laughs> over the years. Um, you know, It's my litmus you. test, right? If I can get through 10 episodes without sympathizing with the bomber, then I think I'm still <laughs> in a good space, right? Uh, but um, my favorite one that you guys, I mean, it, it's it's super interesting too, as as for what we're dealing with now. And it, it was the it was the manhunt about the '96 uh, Olympics bombing. Yes, oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys remember any I of do. the story, I was, but I, I was, was there. Super young. Yeah. yeah, really? Yes, in I Atlanta. Was, I was in Coca Cola Plaza. Uh, wow. I, about twenty minutes before the bomb went off. Mm. Yeah, that's Shoot. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Did you so run, out, did you run out for a Pepsi? What happened? How did you avoid it? <laughs> uh, we actually went to Gold's uh, Gold's Club, which is a uh, ladies' um, uh, emporium, Ooh, shall we say. Yeah, I know club. what Gold's is. A, a stripper club. saved his life. Do <laughs> 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 uh, you still have her card? Or do you no, just, no, no. <laughs> She's probably got three kids and three, <laughs> not a stripper can anymore. We, can we call her up and see what she's up to? Um <laughs> No, I I don't know. It was a super interesting show because the media f- sort of blamed the wrong guy for a yeah, couple of months. Rich, mm. Richard Jewell. That's right. Right. I and, remember uh, that. Like, yeah. They had to. They settled all these lawsuits. Like Tom Brokaw had to settle a lawsuit. And it's funny. Like a couple weeks ago, I was making a joke about fact checking Tom Brokaw, <clears throat> but um, and then they like the uh like Jay Leno. Uh, had this because he he called him the Unibubba on the Tonight Show or something like that. They were like making fun of the guy. How about that Unibubba? And, um, something else? Yeah. And um, but I don't know. It's just interesting because the whole story ends with like no one believed him until he sat down with sixty minutes and did an interview. And um, it's just a cool thing to you know. Sixty Minutes is such a cool show that's been around forever because they actually—that's how news should be done, right? Yes, they sit down true. and they spend a good amount of time, you know, covering the news from every angle. Yeah, and, and getting uh, and getting facts, and then cornering right. the person who's lying. Yes, and right. letting you see why he's lying. I can see it. You know, right. and as opposed to even just saying someone's like, well, we asked him this question. Here's his answer. Yeah. Two plus two. What do you get? Everybody. Right. I mean, all the news shows now should just be called 60 seconds, you know, that's <laughs> the amount of time they spend on it. Uh, before you go, Andrew, I do have to ask about, because uh, last week you we started to touch on it, but your ex is on Bachelor. And when we say your ex, you, you guys weren't close for very long but you did date right uh yeah we were we were trying to get something going I, i'm still in uh phase what do you one say of we was it both girlfriend. of you trying to get something going or just one of you trying to get something going? <laughs> i was her um i was her drunk dial i think um, uh, <laughs> drinking <you> know, and dialing <laughs> uh yeah i don't know that usually means like they're thinking about you but they you know it can be in a, it can mean a whole lot of things it could just mean she makes poor choices all the time but, all the time <laughs> yes, yes, yes besides you i mean that's what, yeah but she would call you now she would call you after partying and you would get your hopes up then well I didn't, it wasn't even after partying she would just be 
you know, at her house drinking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's what people did. It was an official party of any kind. No, you? you know, what's funny is I thought, I thought she was kind of developing an alcohol problem over the summer, but I get, she was just training for the show. Cause <laughs> all they do on this show is they drink. Right. Yeah. Did she tell you when she got the call to be on the show? And you're still friends as, as I gather, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she told me, uh, she couldn't tell me because of certain restrictions, but she could say, Hey, I have to leave to go film a TV show or something. And, uh, and I was trying to pry and figure it out, but she would just kind of nod or say no. And, and, uh, but you know, when I found out that she was going to be on it, I thought it was great. I knew she had a good chance of winning. Cause I know how manipulative she can be. Well, good luck. Uh, what's her name, by the way? Because it's obviously she's famous. You can tell us. Yes, yes. Sure. Katie Thurston. Okay. Uh, she claims Katie Renton, Thurston. Washington. And um, yeah, track her down. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Well, I was in the car and I heard this guy He sounded all sugar and he told me why His voice was a shaking on the E.I.B. Sounded like an Oxycontin eater to me It was a bug-eyed, tone-deaf, flying Oxycontin eater Right-wing syndicated, spending liberal people, Peter Right-wing, strung-out, hypocrite, prescription cheater Rush looked strange to me well, this housekeeper picked up some drugs on the street And she brought the stuff home for the boss to eat I heard him say in a voice so gruff I tried to quit twice, but it was just too tough He was a big mouth, blowhard, right-wing propaganda reader Bad ears, sore back, dirty ghosts, a three-time retread, frequent Betty Ford repeater Still looks high to me One more time! I said, oh, Mr. Oxycontin, God, the show sounds fine I see you beating up on liberals using half your mind so what's the real reason that you're in rehab? I want to get my job back and slam McNabb! Well, bless his soul, no control, former jelly donut eater Dope, stashing Clinton, fashion flying, Oxycontin eater Fired color commentator, what a sight to see After 30 short days, well, what do you know? He pops back up on his radio show He was preaching away to the ditto heads While his mate faced the music cause he sang to the feds I am not a victim in this I, Criminals like this should be put in jail Off the streets, they're the worst kind of offenders I blame Hillary Clinton, she's the reason for all this I should have stuck with tequila.